So a common criticism of uh, me on stage and in the podcast is that I swear too much. And also real life, which if all of those things are together would just suggest that's who I am. But I understand the criticism. A lot of people don't like it. They find it like a bit jarring as well. Like I'm quite used to it, but some people don't like it. I don't know if you have the same thing. Yeah, well, I do. Actually, there's a a, a funny thing about me. uh, Hilarious, you'll find. A funny thing about me is that I didn't swear at all until I was about 17, like at all. Like it was so rare that I would ever let a swear word. But then when I started, I truly could not stop. (laughs) (laughs) It is very addictive. Oh, it's like, I think what happened at first, and this explains so much, I didn't realize this was who I was as a person at the time. But um, very much when I was 17 years old, I one time swore and my my high school friend Waldo, uh, his real name was James, uh, Waldo (laughs) found it so funny that I swore that I just kept doing it to make him laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie how did you get into comedy um and so then I became yeah it just became a natural thing and so and also I grew up in a house where like my my parents and my brother would swear quite a lot around me and so again like similar to like drinking I had no real interest in it because it wasn't a rebellion of any sort I think yeah like it just it just was normal and so I was like whatever but I very much surpassed their level of swearing so once I got into swearing my parents would be like do you need to swear so much and I'd be like but some people don't like it and we appreciate that so this episode Katie and Leslie are having some good clean fun It's a fun time with Katie and Leslie. 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 Fun, fun, time, time, fun, time, fun, time, fun, time, fun, time. Are you ready for a fun time with Katie and Leslie? Whoa! I was trying to think about what we could do that's clean and nice and it just brought me back to one of my very favorite things to do in life I've always whenever I felt down about anything I've always made these positive things lists I've just basically always just kind of really scraped my brain and tried to find as many things to feel good about as possible and so I thought it would be nice to talk about some of the things that we feel happy about or feel good about I think that would be nice I like making positive lists as well I like taking an evening and trying to do as many of them as possible or at the same time like a little challenge yes exactly it's like just kind of get get anything and it doesn't matter how small it is and this is a thing I've very much been doing on my Facebook over the course of the whole pandemic as well is just kind of turning to everyone else and I mean it's usually just because I need cheering up but it I feel like it really helps everyone who gets involved to just kind of go yeah like I am happy about the Kit Kat I just ate or whatever that was someone one that someone commented in my Aww. one yesterday and so my classic ones would just have things it would always say my hair uh which I think shows where my focus always is. But I think I, on one of them, I one time had new windows in a few days. Like I was really like scraping the bottom of the barrel, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Although I think those new windows were nice because I made that apartment warmer in the Ottawa winters. So it was needed. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was just trying to think of what things I feel happy about today. So the first thing on this list that I wrote is I got up early today and ate some pink grapefruit with my breakfast. So I feel super healthy. Ooh. I know. And a fun bonus to that is that I love pink grapefruit. Um, and so 
it's both good for me and good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm doing well. What do you feel happy about, Katie? Almost the exact opposite of, I had a really busy day yesterday, so I had a lion, and for breakfast, I'm out of cereal, and so I'm eating um, Leguken hearts, or Leguken hearts, or whatever they're called. They're part of Aldi's Christmas range, and the dark chocolate one's vegan, but like the the dark chocolate um, Tesco ones aren't vegan, it's only Aldi. And last year, I couldn't find any at all, because they're so popular with, with the vegans. Yeah. Clean it out. There's always only milk chocolate ones left, but I managed to nab some. Yay! That's amazing. So good. They're like little ginger cakes in a heart shape filled with apricot jam and then covered in dark chocolate. And they're so good. These really Um, sound very familiar. I'm I'm wondering because the time that I came to Nottingham to visit you was around this time of year. We probably fed you loads. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The sounds, they've brought up a memory that I'd forgotten. Yeah, because I went to a a Stein school. They were kind of, because these are German things and that's like kind of German influenced. It was just something we always, it was like the, the treats in the school we always had were kind of, the Buchenharts and these kind of little things. When I found them, it just made me so nostalgic for my childhood and stuff. So it's really nice. Um, Having them for breakfast, which I probably shouldn't be, but I've got some cashews sat next to it. Not, I'm not going to eat any. And also self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Self-care works in so many different ways. So in my, in my case, the best thing for me to do was to, you know, get up early and have a nice like healthy bit of fruit for breakfast and for you it was to have a lion and, and eat something that makes you really happy like it's you know it it all it all helps us and we kind of I think we as people we know what we need at different times don't we like I think if we're doing something that genuinely feels harmful but we're doing it anyway like we know <laughs> like it's sort of yeah what are the wonderful things have you got I've written it's sunny today which really helps with the old sun deficiency yeah I have my sad lamp on and I have the actual sun coming in through the windows and I just took a vitamin d tablet as well so it's like vitamin d central in here (laughs) too powerful (laughs) too sunshiny (laughs) 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 it's something kind of annoying about your laugh it's too powerful (laughs) <laughs> um, what about you katie what, what have you got I, I made a friend and i'm gonna go hang out with them after this podcast recording yay that's so exciting in a perfectly legal way yeah um, i was in tesco and um, a goth who had my old haircut and everything kind of came up to me and was like your jacket's cool we should be friends and i was like yeah but also I'm so introverted, well not, I'm an extrovert, but I'm bad at making friends. Yeah, I no, I, I absolutely get and that. I, it just didn't occur to me that, you look cool, we should be friends, was like a viable option. It's so nice. So we're going to go around some of the graveyards because that's what goths do. Yeah. And the arboretum, and I'm going to get some bird seeds so we can feed all the birds. And it's just oh. like, oh... This is nice. Yeah, that's so I didn't nice. Making friends is really easy. I think we both massively overthink things. Yeah. And I think that that's an energy we both admire. Like, I think I do sometimes get with that when I've had enough to drink, where I just go up to someone and I like. I remember one, <laughs> one time in Edinburgh, um, I was at one of the fancy one of the fancy bars, and I approached a famous comedian and I was like, "How's your show going?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, it's good." 
how's yours? And I was like, I'm not doing one this year, but next year I will. <laughs> I like, I, and I did, but I admire that energy in myself so much, even though it was like, you know, quite aggressive, but I'm just like, imagine just kind of just going up to people and just saying what you want to say rather than going, Oh, I better not. I don't want to be annoying or come across as too forward. <laughs> But there's also something where there's absolutely nothing to lose. Like, I suppose if there's someone you don't know at all who would not would not be in your life otherwise, and you could just go up to them in the grocery store and be like, here's the thing I like about you, be friends with me. And if they say no, then you're a bit like, oh, what a dick, but it genuinely doesn't affect your life at all, does it? No. And if you go to a, up to a famous comedian who you whose work you really don't like, and... <laughs> them how their show's going oh I've got I've got another positive thing Katie yeah uh in the last week I've made a whole bunch of huge breakthroughs brain wise like a lot and uh my therapist was absolutely beaming when I was telling her about it in our session yesterday like she was so happy like she was just thrilled I just came in and I was like okay I've had a big week let's talk about it and she just I could just see her smiling away about it And one of the coolest things, because I had something I was able to articulate in a way that I haven't before, because similar to that energy of uh, just being able to go up to people and say things when when you're a bit tipsy. I had that sort of with Facebook the other day where I was feeling quite emotionally beeped and I was like, okay. I'm going to express this. I'm going to say this to my community because I, I find the way to hold myself accountable for wanting to make changes in my life is often to kind of go, hey, guess what, everyone? This is what I'm doing. Because that way I have other people to answer to in a way because I don't, ha- I don't value myself enough, basically. So if I kind of put it out into the world I kind of do things and that's the way that I managed to like you know when I decided I was definitely going to move to London early 2013 I posted it on social media straight away I was like I'm gonna do this and it's like sort of what I've done throughout when I decided I wanted to do stand-up comedy I was like I'm gonna do this like it's sort of a a foolproof basically way to do things and so I did a post on Facebook the other day just sort of saying you know I feel like I have no margin of error I kind of blah blah blah. and and I just talked about the way that my brain works which is shit but it was really (laughs) nice because a lot of the people who responded to it said I used to have that but CBT cognitive behavioral therapy really helped me and so when I was in my therapy session yesterday I was like I know that my therapist has many many sort of therapy disciplines and so I was like you do CBT don't you and she's like yeah yeah I do and so I was like cool let's do that but then later (laughs) in the session she was talking about it and she was like everything that you described that you've done this week that was you doing CBT on yourself like you figured this out on your own So that was that was really positive because it made me feel really, really good. And like, I'm definitely on the right path, but also just like, I'm so good at therapy. Yeah, you're going to get the top grade in therapy. I know, I'm so excited to see my therapy report card. What about you? So I, during the pandemic, I got into skincare because I wasn't wearing foundation a lot, but yeah. my acne was still bad. And part of that is just like age stuff um, and also hormonal but um, I actually got it down a load. And then when I wore foundation for the first time in, well, probably since April, it's now November. um, I I really didn't like it on myself. Mm. A lot of my old insecurities came back and I was like, oh, so so that was actually making it worse in regards to like stuff I don't like about the shape of my face. It looks better without. And that's, it was just kind of like, Hey. Yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, it was just nice that this this thing which I kind of relied on so heavily, like there was a point where I couldn't even go outside without foundation on, made me realize that 
oh yeah, no, actually this makes me feel worse about myself. Even when it was on, I just felt like my face was too flat. Like it didn't have the definition when I Yay. don't have it on. So it's like, oh, it looks so much better. Yeah, you've learned to love your own face, which is amazing. Yeah, I love my own face more than if I cover it in yeah. face-coloured liquid. There's still no need for me to wear foundation because my mask covers literally all of my face, except my eyes, and then I've got a fringe over my forehead. So. Yeah. And then I wear eyeshadow and eyebrows, <laughs> yeah. so there's still no skin on display. But yeah, even on webcams and stuff, it's it's nice. Yeah, I saw, and I know this sort of goes against the positive vibe of this, but it just feels worth mentioning, just because it was, you know, quite bleak. And I'm, I will find a way to put a positive spin on in the end. I saw there was a sponsored ad on Instagram yesterday, and it was for a type of foundation, and it was like here's your best foundation for working from home. And I was like, if there's one thing. Oh my God. Like, it just feels so toxic that now people have to be insecure about what they look like while within their own homes. Like, you know, of course the beauty industry will find another way to make people feel terrible about themselves, even when they're not out in public. But anyway, I suppose Mm. the positive to be found in that is that we don't subscribe to it, you know? No. Take that, beauty industry. We don't care. <laughs> we do what we want to do. <laughs> you don't get you don't get Katie and Leslie money. No, unless we want to spend the money, but we probably won't buy your foundation, whatever company it was. We'll probably just buy more eyeshadow because that one you can do crazy colors with, and it's actually fun. Yeah, I've got I've got like ninety lipsticks, but I'll probably buy more of those rather than buying your foundation. That company. A positive thing that I have is, and I've told you about this before, Katie. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've definitely told you about it because I'm genuinely still excited about it. We've got a tumble dryer in this flat. Ooh, I know, and I love I'm it. Shows you my new house doesn't have one. Oh it's yeah, fine. which is it? Which, did you have one in your old flat? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's strange how it works, isn't it? Because obviously yeah. you have so much more space now, but so much less fluff. Oh, I know. <laughs> mm. Honestly, washing a reusable mask and then yeah. just getting it right out of the tumble dryer right before you go out and it's warm and smells oh. like clean washing. So I've lived in the UK for over seven years. And since I've had this tumble dryer for the last like couple of months, it's the first time in seven years that I've had soft clothes. <laughs> <laughs> fluffy towels oh my god it's, it's so good and so when you think of me I want you to think of me and my very cozy bum <laughs> I want you to think of me often <laughs> cozy cozy bum Katie do you have any other things that you're excited about that you want to share knitting yeah I love knitting. Hey, so, you're currently wearing an amazing jumper I know you just made which is incredible and I'm jealous it's my first jumper I've made without a pattern I just kind of I knew what shapes a raglan jumper needs to be and so I just made those but it's in um kind of a gold bright pink um kind of a rusty orange turquoise and purple striped bubble stitch which kind of looks like little 3d circular diamond type thing yeah it looks amazing very 80s it's got like really big sleeves with the which go all tight on the wrist making my own pattern for this is based off of a lady on instagram who i think is called at being my bonnet she makes jumpers like this and i can't find a pattern online and she won't release her pattern for it so basically what i've done is i've illegally downloaded her jumper and made it myself (laughs) Um, except she does set in sleeves and i did a raglan so it's slightly different yeah Um, and also you're allowed to be inspired by things you see yeah and yeah. I'm not making any money off it. It's just too warm. 
it's okay because uh, I forgot to put the heating on last night, but generally I can't wear it in the house just because mm. of how warm it is because the yarn's so thick. But yeah, it's nice. And I've got a big stash of wool and bought loads more home because uh, I got given some by my boss because I work in a yarn shop. And I just keep on... I'm, pl- I'm planning on knitting so much homeware now that I've got a full house. Like I'm currently knitting yeah. co- covers. I'm gonna knit I've got some wool I've had in my stash for ages and I think I'm gonna use like a small needle and make it into a basket and then my desk faces a blank wall which is acoustically terrible (laughs) I was looking into soundproofing and it was just like layers of foam you put on a wall and Mm. it's like I can knit some soundproofing I've got I've got loads of wool I don't have much space for it because I haven't really got a designated wool area here so Oh, you could make a tapestry. Yeah, I can make a tapestry or just, it's going to be a tapestry of me with an arrow yes. going through my eye like Harold. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Now. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I was thinking about it because I want to use it stuff from my stash and mm. I've got a load of navy DK, but I cannot be bothered knitting something that big out of double knit. So I'll probably hold hold it together and do a chunky. And I was thinking of, I was initially going to go with neutrals because that's I've got kind of like a neutrals and green vibe. Yeah, to my desk, so I, I don't want to make it too dark. So probably something white or nice cream, and then uh, yeah, I've not decided yet. Part of me is like I could do a brioche thing because that's nice and chunky. It would be good at absorbing sound. Katie, um, you can't just put bread above your desk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Brioche is um it, it kind of you're knitting two bits of fabric together at the same time. And I really like doing cabled brioche and because you get like it's like cables but in two different colours. Um it's really nice. It's more simple than it looks, but it takes absolutely forever because I'm doing fisherman's rib for my cushion covers. And I didn't realize how long it takes because it grows at half the speed as regular knitting. So it's got loads of wool in it, but it's not growing short, but it's really squishy and textural and lovely. Mm. So I don't regret it. It's just taking forever. Yeah. My boss is making fun of me just because of how I'm like, I think I'm going to knit like X piece of homeware. And she was like, you can just buy things, you know, even if you're a knitter. But I I don't know. I'm just excited about making stuff. I know. Well, if you have the inspiration to do it, then why shouldn't you do it? You know? Exactly. Why buy like mass produced things if you, if you can make something that you'll genuinely love? That can be exactly what you want. It's going to take ages yeah. for me to get around to it. But, That's okay. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a lockdown. We've got ages. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually currently knitting a blanket and I've never knit a blanket before. Um, I crocheted like three blankets last lockdown. And I believe we mentioned this on the podcast before. Yeah. That it, was, it was this very Katie who taught me how to crochet via video chat and was very <laughs> patient with me because I was useless at it for ages. Uh, but I got there in the end. It, it's, it was just, it's a different skill because I'm used to knitting as well. And so it was such a mm. weird, different way for my brain to go, I think. And also I think early lockdown, everyone's brain was basically mush because we were just like, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And it was very yeah. difficult to learn new skills. But yeah, so I, I'm now knitting a blanket and it's really fun. Although I got, I just got cheap yarn from the pound stretcher down the road. Mm. Pound stretcher is a terrible name for a shop. I got cheap yarn from there. And so I've been just doing that. I'm quite enjoying it. I'm just like, you know, watching Louis Theroux documentaries and knitting. 
love that. Like that. And sitting in bed because I have a massive TV in my room. So it's amazing. <laughs> Actually, similar to that on the topic of making things and feeling happy about them. I've gotten into the habit. I, I realized, and this was such a powerful moment. I had this, I had this quite a while ago. I realized that literally if I can design something and I've always loved to make things in Photoshop, if I can design any stupid idea I have, I can easily order it as a t-shirt within like, as soon as I finish designing it, I could basically have it on the way. <laughs> I, I have this thing and I've, I don't, I never know how to tell the story in a way that actually makes it as funny as it is to me because it probably won't ever be as funny to anyone else. Uh, but there was, was one day at work where this lady came in and she was wearing a t-shirt and had the cover of Abbey Road on it. And then, and that's mm. an iconic, that's recognizable. Like anyone who has, like anyone probably would recognize it. A lot of pe- those people would ha- would know it's the Beatles. It doesn't need to be said. But this lady was wearing a t-shirt, had the cover of Abbey Road on it. And then underneath it just said, it just had the Beatles logo. And I was just like, uh, like hate it when merchandise overstates itself. Yeah. Like I really, I, I, I don't know. It's like, it, I feel like merchandise is most fun when it's kind of, it can be a thing that people understand if they understand. Cause it's, I suppose it is itself an advertisement for something, but I don't know. I, I like it more when it's kind of like a, Hey, you like this thing? Me too. Sort of feeling to it. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that's always bothered me a lot. And so this lady was wearing this t-shirt on the cover of Abbey Road and then underneath it had the Beatles logo. And I got obsessed with this. So I kept going up to my coworkers and being like, who is that on her shirt? <laughs> and really playing it up. Like, being like, and then I ended up going up to one of my coworkers and I said, I said, excuse me, madam, are those your four adult sons? And I thought it was so funny. And then after ages recently, I think I, I was talking to some of my friends and I, I told them this story. And in that conversation, I was like, I can make a shirt. And so now I am currently wearing <laughs> a shirt that has the cover of Abbey Road and underneath in the Beatles logo font, it says my four adult sons. So on TikTok, um, there's this kind of ongoing like trend slash joke, but also it's genuinely good of like lesbian earrings just being any small object attached to an earring. And if you make <laughs> that a lesbian, will wear it. And as a as a as a gay, only a bisexual, but you know, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> you're, you're in training. I'm in training. Um, I love this, and I, I was already kind of doing this. Um, so in my previous job, I worked at CEX. And the regional manager came in and threw out some ram, which we were selling for like 10 pence a stick. And I got it out the bin and made earrings out of it. So I've got these little like one gigabyte ram earrings and I get so many compliments off people. Also people asking if I know what they are. And I was like, yes, they're one gigabyte of ram. I fished out of the bin myself. Thank you very much. Uh... Um, But yeah, just, I like, um, I've got earring hooks and pliers. And with that, you can attach anything to your head. That's so and it's good. so good. And I found some nice pine cones outside of Ikea when I went to get stuff for the new house. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> when, I, when I come back out of Ikea again, I'm just going to grab a handful of those. And so I've got some pine cone earrings now because I washed them. And I've got, uh, I did have some like really nice orange slice earrings, which I made just out of some oranges and left them by the window during the summer. But on the one occasion I saw my grandma this year, I gave her a hug. We had no symptoms. It was fine. I'm not going to kill my grandma. And this was ages ago and she's not died yet. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, and neither have I. Um, but she hugged me too tight and it got like squished off and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. But I was like, it's a slice of dried orange. I can go and make another one whenever I want. I've just not got around to it. But yeah, yeah, just the, the it's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, you've got, you have an idea. You can make a t-shirt of it. It was like, I find a thing. I can attach it to my head. Yes. It's good. 
I know that's that's so good and it feels like such a powerful thing to be able to do that just be like I'm going to create my own world that has everything I like in it (laughs) like in a small way but it's the same way I think as when you have that realization with getting tattoos that everything doesn't have to matter the same amount forever because it's basically just like almost a sort of quilt of everything that's ever mattered enough to get tattooed on you it's your body and so you can use it as a canvas for whatever they the heck you want (laughs) (laughs) i feel really positive now what about you i feel great yay you know what i really do like though katie what and i know we're doing a clean episode uh but a thing that i genuinely really love is swear words yeah they're so good apparently they come from a different speech center of the brain than most regular talk does it's really interesting yeah and there's that thing too about how if you hurt yourself and then you swear as a reaction to genuinely relieve some of the pain there's all sorts of like weird scientific things about them like i know we were saying like oh they're just they're fun words to say in the intro but the actual impact of swearing makes them some of the most powerful words yeah it's really interesting Given that this is a clean episode, what swear word do you miss saying the most? Uh, Katie, you know what I really miss? I really miss... Oh, that is a good one. I think the one... I mean, if you listen to all the other episodes of the podcast, you'll probably know, but the one I say most is... Yeah, I really like that one as well. Which actually makes me think, you know which one I really like? What? You know, I love saying... As well, like so much, but not as much as I enjoy saying. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's really, really good. But you know which one I think is slightly better just for me personally? Yeah, please go ahead. Oh, that, that's got some of that nice Canadian flavor. I can feel like the maple yeah. and the bacon coming off it. I know, I feel it's a very regional one. What, which ones do you have that I might not know as well because I'm not from Ooh. here? This one is is deep, deep Nottingham, but... Oh, God, that's really good. You can feel the, the Midlands in that coming through. Yeah, I know. I, I might adopt that. Oh, I have another another sort of Canadian deep cut for you. Ooh. Oh, well, that's very nice. I'm definitely going to be using that one. Yes, it's really good, isn't it? Do you have any other ones that you can think of? Um, I think this is one which I don't use often. You need to use it in the right... Um, the right kind of situation but my absolute favorite is oh i think i need to tell you my ab- i've been saving this one but i think i need to tell yeah. you my absolute favorite now which is oh my god <laughs> I'm out of breath after saying that one, actually. Yeah, I'm out of breath from listening to that one. Yeah. What are you, any sort of deep cuts that we may have missed? Or any obvious ones? Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like we must be missing some of the really good ones. Oh, probably just... Oh, yeah, that one is really good. Random year, random year. We find a year, a random year. We have a little chat about the random year. Were we alive? What will we do? Listen to random year and we'll tell you. Are we in the future? Are we in the past? Don't think about how long you'll last because we all die. Random year. 1939. 1939. Yeah. Not a good one. <laughs> no, really not a good one. Also, I Bad wasn't one. Yeah, I wasn't alive then. 
I wasn't alive. No, either. but I'm, I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I think my granddad was born in 38, so. Oh. Bad time to be born. Yeah. He's well, I guess, I guess he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't, like, remember it, which I, so maybe, maybe being a baby at that time is the best age to be. I think he's got memories of, like, of, of some of the 1939 till 1945 yeah, I'm sure. I'm um, sure, because that's formative, isn't it? Era, but, um, but then, I, I suppose, in a way, imagine having, like, an unbelievably uh, bad start to life. Just caught myself. I was about to swear there. An unbelievably mm-hmm. bad start to life. And then when you get to about six years old or seven years old, all of a sudden things are, like, better. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice, in a way. I suppose you're going to see that with um, kids and, like, Rona and stuff when that's yeah. all over. Yeah, things huh. things get better eventually, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. But you know what I really like, Katie? What? Because I feel like, you know, that is that is a little bit of a sad thing to think about. But mm. something that always cheers me up is, you know, when, when you see two animals and they become friends with each other and you wouldn't expect those two animals <laughs> to become friends with each other. And it's really nice. Aww. So I was just wondering, what unlikely animal friendship would you like to see? My two favorite animals are horseshoe crabs and cows. I don't know. My goodness, that is the best one. (laughs) I don't know what. I don't know why a cow would be near the ocean. I don't know. I don't think horseshoe crabs are anywhere where cows are native to. I I mean, that makes it all the more unlikely, and therefore better. It's really unlikely, and also, how would they communicate? Like they're not even. (laughs) I just really like them both. Yeah, no, I think that's really nice. Um, I, oh, I'd really like to see like a chimpanzee become friends with like a magpie. Oh, so the chimpanzee. So what I'm thinking is the chimpanzee gives the magpie food in exchange for shiny things. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. They're both very clever as well. I mean, they're both clever. They could just talk about Mozart or something. Oh, just listen to some classical music together. (laughs) They can solve puzzles together. They can, like, two-player on Professor Layton or something like that. (laughs) That would be so nice. Uh, It would also be really nice to see, like, a kangaroo become friends with a polar bear. Yeah, they could have races. They could. If it was a really, really, really big kangaroo, then the polar bear could go into hibernation in its pouch, but it would have to be a really, really big one. (laughs) Or a really small polar bear. (gasps) Polar bear baby! (laughs) (laughs) A kangaroo raising a polar bear is his own joey! What about um, a, a, a hamster and another hamster? Because oh. they, they're solitary and don't really get along. But what if they could put aside their evolutionary path and ha- two hamsters who are just friends with each other? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, similarly, a beta fish and another beta fish. Yeah. Not trying to kill each other. That would be so nice. Yeah, they, they just chilled. Yeah. Just and they'd both be so pretty and they could just hang out and just get along. Yeah. And then what if we introduce a mirror into the situation and now we've got four <gasps> and they still get along? Oh my God. I've been looking at a lot of cats online yeah. and a lot of shelters seem to be quite empty. I think because people are being at home yeah. and are lonely, a lot of people are adopting cats and the ones that are left are kind of like, oh, this is very shy and skittish Aww. and they might get to be nice. 
and cuddly, but it's going to take a lot of time and love. And it's just like unlikely friendship between me and one of these cats. Yes. Um, Because we have like soft permission from our landlord. It's not in writing, but because there were like, oh, the previous tenant had um, cats and we had no bother. And then we moved in and (laughs) the, the carpets were infested with fleas and they had to pay to get it fumigated. So I don't know if they're going to rescind the right to cats because it's obviously cost them quite a bit to get the house fumigated on emergency notice because mm. we're being to, bitten to absolute uh, swear word. But, but Katie, Katie, which which swear word? In particular, there's this one called Shadow at Sherwood Cats, which is really, it's like a long haired black cat with bright yellow eyes. It oh looks like God. a cartoon. So cute. Uh, I need to um, ring them, actually. I need to ring my landlord first before I get my hopes up. Yeah. I actually saw the other day, I saw a a posting about a cat, and I just don't have the sort of life where I could have a cat. I don't think I could in this flat. I, you know, I couldn't Mm. just keep it in my room because that'd be weird. Like, I just sort of, I just, it would not be at all a viable option but I saw a posting Mm -hmm. about a cat the other day that made me consider it the most I ever had and that was because this cat looked angrier than anything I've ever seen (laughs) apparently (laughs) it's really sweet it just had an incredibly angry face and I was like oh I love you like (laughs) here it is he's called he's called giggles can you see him yes (laughs) that cat is fuming oh my god I love him in in another world, maybe me and Giggles could be friends. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to adopt Giggles. Yes, please do. I want someone to have Giggles. Yeah. We love what, we love what, learn some new ones from us girls. Katie and Leslie teach you a new word. Learning is very fun, we've heard. If you're a f***ing square. Ew, look at this nerd. Ugh. Merger. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like the family-friendly way of saying murder. In the same way that, like, uh, like committed like a little fudge, yeah. <laughs> committed a little murder. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to say because the m- murder is such an unpleasant word. Yeah, and we don't want to upset anyone. So I've done a merger. Yeah. The act isn't upsetting. No, exactly. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's uh, the merging of two organizations into one. The organization. <laughs> Of a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sugar. I've done a fudging merger. (laughs) (laughs) I really love oh, sugar. Oh, Jiminy Cricket. Not another merger. Do you know about the thing in, in Die Hard where there's that classic line, you know... Yippee, yippee ki mother er, um, You know that, the classic line from Die Hard, do you know that yeah. there was, there was a, a version that, where they uh, censored it for TV? <laughs> and he goes, yippee ki Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you tried listening to the censored version of WAP? Because every word in that song is a swear word. No. <laughs> they make the chorus wet and gushy, which is still quite yeah. explicit in its it own way. It truly is. <laughs> and then there's, yeah, there's none of the original lyrics in it. It's just it's sad. <laughs> if there's any song you're going to not do a clean version for, it's WAP. Well, it's like, it's like the, um, I mean, that's obviously significantly more extreme, the WAP one, but 
do you remember do you remember the CeeLo Green song? Beep. You? Yeah. And how the how the censored one was like, forget you. <laughs> it just sounds like something that someone would say in a fight when they didn't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> ah, forget you. <laughs> and then they'd feel embarrassed about it when they walked away. Yeah. <laughs> Katie. Yes, Leslie. I know a really like nice, wholesome thing that we can do. What? You know, I really, I really like doing a quiz now and then to find out like oh, no. what thing I am. Yeah, no, no, Katie, 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 <laughs> don't worry. So important note, when, when Katie and I recorded our pilot episode of this podcast, we thought it would be quite funny to do a quiz, basically to be like, what, which sex of the city character are you? But we sort of fictionalized it to kind of, you know, create a universe. And so I wrote this quiz and the joke of the quiz, I thought, was was to make it so long, like just so it would keep going on and on and on and just like, you know, diminishing returns, get frustrating, whatever. <laughs> and you succeeded. I succeeded, but it was much longer than I accounted for. I think it took about two hours for us to get <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, we do like to chat, don't we? Yeah. We do. <laughs> and it was about, I think it was about like 20 questions with like six options each anyway. So it just <laughs> kept going and going. And I could just see Katie being like, I think it was a bad idea to make a podcast with you. And I thought it was no. probably as well. <laughs> I was like, what, what? Oh no, what have I, what have I done to Katie? So Katie, just so you know, I, I had that in mind. And so uh, this quiz is four questions. Good. Good. So <laughs> the quiz is called, which swear word are you? <gasps> I know, because we do like swear words, don't we? Mm-hmm. All right, so your first question. Pick a color. Red, blue, yellow, or green? I'm going to go with red. Yeah, it's a really good color. Cool. Yeah. How old are you? Under 20? Between 20? I know the answer to this, but still. <laughs> Under 20? Between 21 and 30? Between 31 and 40? Or older than 41? And that is the full range of ages, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to alienate our middle-aged listeners. Who, um, I know. <laughs> I think it's most of them, or maybe the most vocal. We love you. Yeah, I think and... it's the most vocal. I think according to the stats, like I think that a lot of our, uh, you know, the people of your age are a lot of. I don't know. We have thousands of listeners, so it's hard to keep track. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you are between twenty-one and thirty. We know this. Yes. Okay. How often do you swear? Uh. Here are the options. I never swear. I only swear when I'm really annoyed. Words have power after all. I swear a few times a day, I guess. Or when do I not swear? When do I not swear? Because words have power. So why wouldn't I use the powerful words as much as possible? Words, not words. Exactly. Exactly. Power is good. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Why save the power? Just use it. Use it all the time. Swearing is a renewable resource. All right, final question. I did, I did yeah. say there'd be four. It's the fourth one. What's your favorite non-curse word, Katie? And your options are, dang it, which is two words, uh, which, you know, you can tell I didn't write this Ooh. quiz because I'm too pedantic for that, sh- that sort of n- nonsense. <laughs> ah! I mean, I do work <laughs> in a child-friendly cafe, so I should be better at controlling <laughs> this. <laughs> Ah, um, let me cut you out. Second option is poo. It's poo. Third option is fudge. And the fourth option is birch, like the type of tree. 
I don't know. I have used fudge a bit, but I also like, I like Dang Nabbit, which isn't Dang Yeah, it, but, da- but Dang Nabbit is better. So we'll just, we'll just pretend it says that if you want. I'm going to go with Dang Nabbit. And let's see which curse Ooh. word you are. Okay. I've got your result here. Yeah. You are. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. I'm so glad that I'm. Yeah, I think that really suits you. Well, now I can say it loud and proud to the whole world. I am. Yeah, you you certainly are. Well, this has been really nice, Katie. It has. It wasn't that hard to do a clean episode as we thought. And we've had a lot of fun. It's been really nice. We've talked about like positive things we yeah. like and good animal friendships. And we learned a new word. I feel like it's been a really nice fucking time. Oh, no! Thank, Thank you for, for listening, listening to, to a, a fun, fun time, time with Katie, Katie and Leslie. For some more of that epic Katie Mitchell content, that's me. That's she. You can follow me on Twitter at Katie Zoe Mitch, on Instagram at Katie Zoe Mitchell, on TikTok at username.hamster. Should probably change that to my name at some <laughs> point, but. <laughs> and then on Twitch, I'm Kata Mitch. That's K A T E R Mitch, where I'm going to be streaming multiple games, which I love. And my main series, which is going to be recreating my stand-up comedy career in base game Skyrim. However, that way it may work. And I'm not sure if it will, but we're going to have a lot of fun. And Yay! We'd love you to see you there. And if you want to find me on social media, me and Leslie, this one, um, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rainbow Ziggy. And on Facebook, you can either search for Leslie Ewing Burgess, but it is more complicated to spell than you might think. There are three hurdles there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been absolutely butchered in the past um or you can just go to facebook.com slash boobsly or boobs lie if you choose to read it that way and if you'd like to find the podcast on social media which please do please like like and please follow do. us ever like please 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 leave us a nice review and all of the oh stuff. my god also yeah like subscribe rate us yeah like do all those things please just tell everyone who might like us Send us a little message going. <laughs> exactly. Get in touch with the things that you enjoy because genuinely you might go, oh, but they've got thousands of listeners. They don't need the validation, but we always need the validation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's nice to not be screaming into the void, although we also enjoy that as an activity. Yeah. Yes. Um, so where can they find us on Instagram, Katie? At Katie and Leslie. And on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash Katie and Leslie. Uh, or you can search for a fun time with Katie and Leslie. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I, th- I think one day um, our microphones are going to pick up us dancing to the theme tune every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking, like, I've, I've made a list. The first thing on it is, I got up early today and ate some pink grapefruit with my breakfast, so I feel super healthy. And a fun Ooh. bonus to that, I know, my fun bonus to that is I fucking love grapefruit, so it's good for me, and also, good for me. Sore. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, just, it just rules, it's just nice. I like citrus fruits. I had a citrus fruit the other day I've never had before. Leslie. Yeah? Um, I don't know if you, you heard me, but oh, you sorry. just swore. <gasps> no! <laughs> you said I fucking love grapefruit. No. Oh, I, I even wrote it on my list while being aware. Okay, I'm going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's she, what's she saying about me being swole? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just so 
from all that he's healthy eating. Swat. I can't believe yeah. I threw one in while trying to write a clean thing. This is this shows how deep it goes. This is how it takes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're swole. I'm, I'm, I'm very swole. I'm very, very swole. Um, Hell yeah, I'm fucking swole. <laughs> 